Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Crew 3 Podcast. I'm Rose Rockman. With me this week are my two co-hosts, Chris and Ricky. Gentlemen, say hello. Hey. How's it going? We're doing good. Uh, I hope everyone appreciated the fact that I started this episode with more paper shredder sound effects. No. Yeah, well, you know, only like 10 seconds of it. Oh. Right. It got the people but, last hey, time, you know? Stick that, to what works. That that joke killed. That no joke record, did, I don't, no crime. I don't think I'll ever be able to top that joke, though, is the problem. Never top five minutes. All right. Anyway. Of paper shredder, yeah. Hey, we're both here. Anyway. Look, Ricky and I are both in the same Both of you in the same room. Channel. Yep. yep. That's right. It. Look at this. Who who knew? Not me. It was possible. We did it. Well, well, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I get you both in the same room at DreamHack this weekend. Oh, man. So uh, we'll definitely be hyped up DreamHack here at the end of the episode. Get the censorship bars ready. Get the censorship bars ready. Yeah. Uh, don't tell Capcom Thuggery will be happening. We'll be playing some quarters against the wall. Oh, yeah. I'm ready $5, for $5,000 to throw. Yep. What else would you play for? Uh, I don't know. We'll put Pioneer decks on the line. Right, right, right. Play for pinks. Uh, that's right. <laughs> you didn't have me. You didn't have your car. Anyway, um, we're gonna, we got a lot of stuff to talk about this week. We are talking about the Pioneer metagame, and there are some sweet, sweet, spicy decks that uh, finish just outside the top eights that we're going to talk about, take a look at. Then we're going to wrap up, sort of talk about our dream hack plans. Uh, unless there's anything else, gentlemen, ready to talk about some Pioneer results? I'm ready to talk about some $25 Legend Shredders. Let's talk about some 20 Are they $25? $25 on Card Kingdom. In stock. Ooh, thank goodness I bought mine at like 10 Yeah. And I got lucky at that because I was just on like, oh, I should buy Legend Shredders for $15. Oh, this store has them for 10 Also, shouts to Bridger for being a super pro and just sending me one. He's like, I'm not going to use it. You want it? I'm like, yes. Yes, please. What a bro. Total. What bro. a real bro. Mm-hmm. All right. Make sure you go check out the Shoxies I was going to say, best time to go to go ahead and shout that Shoxies podcast Bridger puts out. Alright, well, let's start with Saturday's challenge. In 8th place, we have Tunak Tunak on Azorius Yorian, the Yorian build of Azorius Control. 7th place, we have Screenwriter NY on Demir Control. 6th place, we have Andy Awkward on Is It Prowess. 5th place, we have WK Midori on Lotus Field. 4th place, we have Sarlonga on Is It Control. 3rd place, we have Salvato on on Azorius Control. That is the Orion build as well. Second place, we have Jace's Ultimate on a spicy version of Nyat Winota. More like four-color Winota. We'll come back to that one. And first place, Misplaced Ginger with Rakdos Midrange. So, gentlemen, do we do we want to talk about some Ledger Shredding action? Ricky, you haven't got to talk about Ledger Shredder on the I, show I talked a little while, bit about so. Ledger Shredder, actually. I was on the Ledger Shredder yeah. episode. Um, okay. I think that uh, clearly uh, it doesn't look like Ledger Shredder has really uh, appeared in this top eight. Oh, we got four in uh, in the blue red by Andy Awkward, right? Yeah, we're we've still been putting in plenty of work across the format. At least card outside is this top eight, real good. Uh, I've messed it around is, with it. It's the truth in Phoenix. It's played in nineteen percent of decks. in the top thirty-two. Right. I mean, like. I understand that, like, in the new, like, the new hotness that's just the blue-red control deck, you want Thing in the Ice. And I get that. I want Thing in the Ice. But, like, the more aggressive decks, the more proactive decks, like Phoenix, 
it's time to start shredding some ledgers, right? The blue red prowess deck, let's shred some ledgers, right? But yeah, uh, I'm I'm here for it entirely. Uh, that being said, this was a control heavy top eight. It really was, isn't it? Let's uh, not surprise. It's been also seen Demir Control. So let's talk about Demir Control real quick. Screenwriter NY in seventh place. One Torrential Gear Hulk. One Clean to Death. Three Consider. Four Fatal Push. One Spell Pierce. Three Sensor. One Disdainful Stroke. One Drown of the Lock. One Heartless Act. One Joy Disruption. Two Negate. One Power Word Kill. Three Taint Indulgence. One Cry of the Canarium. One Go Blank. One Mystical Dispute. Two Sabotage. Two Extinction Event. One Memory Deluge. Two Dig Through Time. And three Shark Typhoon. I, this looks like we couldn't decide if we wanted to be a Lutri deck list or not. I right. was going to say, this looks like a Lutri deck, right? Yeah. I'm looking for the copy of Reno Jackson in this deck, right? <laughs> uh, I'm just like, uh, you know, but this is a solid control deck. Torrential Gear Hulk is like, I think, a card that's sort of been sleeping through this format. Mm-hmm. And I get it, like, Wandering Emperor is dope, right? But like, yeah. I mean... Do you know you can Gear Hulk march for zero and kill any manland? Uh, the white march. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Like okay. you can you can Gear Hulk your memory deluge and draw no cards. Right. That that is that's an option. Probably yes. why Gear Hulk isn't seeing a ton of play. But if Dig comes back over Deluge, then uh, I think Gear Hulk will be a little better. Uh, I've even seen some like weird uh, Karn control lists that have just been playing, like, a Gear Hulk in the board to, like, grab. Okay, that's hot. I've seen that list, like, the Demir, like, Karn, just get Gear Hulk out of your side. Sure. I mean, Karn just stop a lot of uh, annoying decks right now, so. Very true. All right, I want to talk about second place, Jace's Ultimate, where we're throwing, <laughs> we got rid of the, we saw the, the Pleasant Kenobi video and thought, Brutal Cathar is too much. What about Reflector Mage instead? I mean, what happens with your Brutal Cathar, right? It comes into play and it gets killed by literally every card in the format, right? The, I mean, the, unless it's indestructible, next... right? Yeah. But if it's indestructible, you're probably winning that turn anyways. If you've got Winota triggers that are resolving yeah. and you're not winning that turn, right? Uh-huh. But Reflector Mage comes down, removes a problem, keeps it removed to your next turn, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, seems like really good in the mirror, right? It's got one bigger of a butt. Right. I just think that, like, Reflector Mage is a way hotter hit also. It is. We just, like, have to fudge the mana base to cast it, I guess? You're already playing Mana Confluence, right? Yeah. But, man, I don't want to buy two more. Oh, I've got all of them for Dredge, so... Fair enough. Uh, But, no, I I think this is a great include. Uh, And I agree, right? Like, too often, more often than not, like, it just, especially when you get the Winota Mirrors, again, back to that Pleasant Kenobi video, you're just, you're just catharring each other back and forth, and, hey, Reflector Mage changes that math. Right. Uh, I really like the, uh, I really like the unlicensed hearse in this sideboard. Ah, uh, Tormod's Whip? Yeah. Uh, the unlicensed hearse is a card that's been really impressing me. Yeah. And I just feel like his, I mean... Vehicles are so powerful in this deck. Like, Eska's Chariot is powerful just because you can play Winota, Cruit, and Swing. Mm-hmm. And uh, normally just push through the last bit of damage to win a game. Sure. And, like, the Winota deck is so important about, like, trying to make sure you have board presence at all times to be threatening your Winota to win. 
Yeah. That like just more vehicles. I kind of like, I honestly like hearse better than fable of the mirror breaker. I just kind of want to put more vehicles in play. Like maybe we go two sure. and two. Fable okay. is a good card, but man, it kind of feels like it bricks your deck more. That's just how I feel about Fable and Winota, but I mean, I'm probably wrong because everybody else is playing it. Yeah. <laughs> What's with this, uh, however, three Elvish Mystic, one Gilded Goose? Uh, it's to help cast a Reflector Mage, right? Oh. All right. I like it. Yeah. See, we're thinking. Yeah, we're thinking. and We're thinking indeed, right? Yeah. All right. Anything uh, Anything else to know on this top eight? Uh, I found the, uh, the Is It Control List. Okay. Is running three Quicken. Ooh. Have you seen three Quicken and is it control list? That seems pretty good. Were we going to quicken our expressive iterations? Quicken, quicken our, anger? our like defiance? Quicken anger seems really good in response to Winota coming down, right? Yeah, that's true. Quicken collective defiance honestly could be really good too because we, just, can, oh my God. we can do it just, in their draw step. Yeah. So, like, let them draw, and then they get no cards back off the Defiance, right? Yeah, that's big. Uh, I think that, honestly, this Quicken is dope. And especially, I think, if you're still playing, like, any copies of Days Undoing, does it does Days Undoing end our opponent's turn if we cast it on their turn? Chris would know, right? He's a Days Undoing uh, boy, right? I don't actually know. I, I, I think it says in the current. No. It just says, if it's your turn, if it's, your turn, if it's your turn in the turn. Okay, so not as spicy, but still very spicy. I like Gargoyle. Yeah. It's some, like, uh, some warm leche right now. Some warm leche. All right, it's some odd leche. All right, I do want to come on down to 20th place and talk about uh, Capriculoso's deck, which we are dubbing Turbo Titan. I know Carnage... Uh, for playing Pioneer, also streamed this deck over the weekend, and it had a couple copies among the top 32. So I do think this is a deck to talk about, because I love this deck, and I might probably just end up buying the pieces to finish it, I've because like, I have list. most of it already. I I've have most of it already. hot. Right? Um, I haven't gotten to play it yet, but I've talked to like Servo who's played it, and it just feels like every other just kind of red-green combo deck where... Chariot's kind of holding the glue all together just because of the power of Chariot. But what this deck is, so we are playing four Seeker's Chariot, four Fable of the Mirror Breaker, four Careful Cultivation, four Courier's Briefcase, two Valakut's Awakening, two Mizzium Orders, four Strangle, one Flame Blessed Bolt, one Tron Torch of Defiance, two Nissa Voice of Resurgence, four Transmogrify, and of course, we are turboing out a Titan of Industry. So, you know, the point is, get a cheap token into play, and uh, transmog into a titan. So does anybody else just like hear the Lil Nas X song, Industry Baby, whenever Titan of Industry comes into play? Ooh, that's good. That's what I hear every time it hits the board. It's just like, that fist, it's just like got like that bass boosted long ago, just like coming on down. I've been yeah. playing a lot of Titan of Industry lately uh, with a different cheesy way to cheat them in. Do you fight rigging? I, I might be rigging a few fights. I enjoy some fight rigging. I was hoping uh, Darth Jason's, like, Golgari list was going to show up more with fight rigging. But this deck is hot. I like it. Mizium Mortars is dope. Uh, I mean, Force Strangle is a card. Very very true. Yep. Force Strangle is a card. Football is a sport. Uh, uh, if we... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. 
No. Mm-hmm. I like that we get to play Kafira as a companion. That's dope. And uh, careful consideration is really interesting. The instant speed land or elf at the end of our opponent's turn for two mana. It's yeah. pretty spicy, especially because we can turn three, then cast our Transmogrify, and hopefully Titan of Industry carries us to the end of the game. So if Kahira's here, does that mean Titan of Industry just is the orphanage? Right. The whole orphanage. Here it comes. <laughs> That's right. Okay. We're on that topic. Speaking of fight rigging, 21st place, we have uh, Mr. Craft 23 with Mono Green Stompy. With a little fight rigging action. We got four Elvish Mystic, four Lotto Elves, four BTE, one Scavenging Ooze, four Voracious Hydra, four Werewolf Pack Leader, two Yorvo, three Vorinclex, four Vivian Arcbow Ranger, four Turn Timber Symbiosis, one Othanissa, and four of Fight Rigging. That Two seems kind of sweet. Um, like the cheesy, like Nykthos Burning Tree Emissary decks, I saw, I kind of saw, like, kind of go to the side. Uh huh. So it's exciting to see something like this back, right? Yeah. I'm just not sure about it. I mean, there's lots okay. of cool things to do with fight rigging, but I feel like if we're not playing three mana, seven, six dinosaurs, right? Uh-huh. It's a little harder to trigger, right? Sure. What's the earliest we could trigger this, right? Uh, I mean, do we get a Vornclex out early? Because that's definitely going to change the math. But like... I guess, like, Vorniclix on, like, turn four, right, is the earliest we can Vorniclix without doing, yeah. like, multiple Burning Tree and Nykthos shenanigans, right? Maybe if we play Double Dork and Castle Garenbrig, does that get us there? That gets us there on turn three, right? Yeah, yeah. It seems sweet, but, like, I just don't know if it's, uh like, this deck seems like it has a lot more whiffs on the fight rigging, right? Like, sure. hitting Voracious Hydra is just a whiff on fight rigging. Burning Tree and Elf, of course, are always whiffs on fight rigging. I guess Vivian's sort of cool. Turn Timber Symbiosis is dope, right? Oh, it seems cool, and I like the approach to the Mono Green Aggro deck again, but I kind of just want to see a little bit more beef. Yeah, I can feel that. What do you think, Chris? I am probably, I am not going to be uh, your go-to guy for any of the uh, fight rigging style decks just yet, you know? Uh, right. I'm looking at this you card. like a fair fight. I like a fair fight. I, uh, I'm i pretty interested in this, playing this in standard, did you kind of get a feel for it? But the Titan industry kind of popped up on my radar over the weekend type stuff, and I was like, man, is this really good enough to, to do it? But, uh, you know, I could I could see it. I could see it. I've been I've been bringing some Valkys to light. I've been taking Valky, bringing him over to the light, and, uh, and casting Tybalt. So that's been that my got- unfair casting effects. Do you see that the Tarrasque is in the sideboard here? <laughs> no, is it? Yeah, that's kind of really cool, right? Our, oh, we, so we can find it with Vivian? Plus that yeah. card's got Trample, right? It does not have Trample. Are, are you sure? No haste either. Does it have haste? It does have haste if we cast it. It, does, it, it has haste in Ward if we cast it. Cast yeah, it. there we go. And it can fight other creatures, but no Trample. There's, I mean, this, this, this sideboard here excites me more than the main deck. I mean, you get like Frog Hemoth, we get Kogla. Um, Distended Mindbender, but I don't think we can cast the Emerge. Oh, it doesn't matter. No. We don't have to Emerge it. It just triggers anyway? Cool. Yeah. Decimator of Provinces is cool. Yeah, I'm here I'm here for the Vivian board more than I am in the fight rigging. Right. Kogla. We love Kogla. Yeah, so Test and Petitioners to make sad Wombats. Mm-hmm. 
pretty sweet deck, though. I think this is just a really good Vivian uh, Vorniclix deck, and we just played four fight rigging. Yeah. I have won fight rigging games where I've just, like, put three counters on a goose and gone to town. Sure, I can see yeah, that. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I guess if we just, like, end up making a 4-4 Burning Tree Emissary, sometimes it's just enough. Yeah. But that's what I think about that. All right. Uh, 32nd place, Rodney Bedell with another version of the Titan of Industry deck. So, Shasta Turbo Titan. They're playing Rurik Thar in the sideboard. That's hot. Yeah. What's your uh, What's your red-blue opponent going to do when Rurik Thar comes here? He doesn't even die to Lightning Axe. He can reach up and hit your Ledger Shredder, too. Right. Does he have to block? No, he has to attack. He doesn't have to block. Yeah, that's right. He has Vigilance, though. Mm-hmm. And Reach. That's what I'm saying. This is a card. He smacks down that Ledger Shredder. I like it better than Void Winor. I yeah, think, what I, is Void Winor going to stop, right? I uh, I really don't know what Void Winor is doing. Like, Void Winor used to be a card I feel like was like really powerful, but like... Nowadays, like, all the action's at, like, 1 and 3, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't stop, like, Grease Fang from coming down. No. It doesn't stop. It stops Winota. That's what it does. It stops Winota from coming down. Okay. All right. That's fair. You got it. But uh, I do just kind of want to transmog into, like, turn 3 Ruikthar now. (sighs) I like it a lot. I think it's uh, it's going to be great. I think your opponent is just going to die. <laughs> what do they cast on it? What kills it? Like, I guess Power Word Kill or, like, Heartless Act, which are one-ofs in some control decks, right? Yeah. Like, March for six? Good luck. Fate, Fateful Absence is always the answer. Fateful Absence is an unfair magic card. <laughs> All right, you guys ready to move on to Sunday's challenge? Let's move on. Let's go. All right, Sunday's challenge. In eighth place, we have... Runner Runner with Is It Prowess. Seventh place, we have Gazmon48 on Rakdos Midrange. Sixth place, we have Soul MBA Glade. S O I MBA Glade. Uh, that's a rough one for me, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Boros Midrange. Ooh, that's a new deck. RN17 on Rakdos Midrange. Fourth place, we have WK Midori once again on Lotus Field. Third place, we have Will Pulliam on the... Uh, we got some Naya Winota here. No uh, Brutal Cathar in the main. No Brutal Cathar at all. What, what are we doing here? Uh, second place, we have Caleb Yetman on Is It Control? And first place, Moon Eleven also on Is It Control? Huh. I am having so, trouble loading these deck lists right now, but I'm excited by some of these names. <laughs> so uh let's just start off with the new kid on the block here with with six places boros midrange deck so we have two three of an inspector two lunaric aspirant three archon Amiria, four bone crusher giant one mila crafty companion uh for those that don't remember this card i don't blame you Yo, mila crafty is Companion deck? is the card from Strixhaven. so it's one white white for a legendary fox two three Whenever an opponent attacks one or more Planeswalkers you control, put a loyalty counter each Planeswalker you control, and then whenever a permanent you control becomes the target of a spell or ability, an opponent controls, you may draw a card. The backside is Luca Wayward Bonder, four red, red for five loyalty Planeswalker with plus one. You may discard a card if you do draw a card. If, you, if a creature card is discarded this way, draw two cards instead. 
minus two return target creature cards in your graveyard to the battlefield. It gains haste, exile, and the next upkeep. And minus seven, you can emblem with whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control. It deals damage equal to its power to any target. Uh, and then it also plays two Sun Scourge Champion, uh, two and a white for a two, three. When Sun Scourge Champion enters the battlefield, you gain light equal to its power. It also says Eternalize for two white, white. We're playing three Challenger Torture Defiance, two the Wandering Emperor, three March for Otherworldly Light, four Strangle, four Fable of the Mirror Breaker, four Conclave Tribunal, and one Elspeth Commits Tax Rod. <laughs> this is a stack. This is... I don't know of what yet. But it seems cool. I mean, look, someone has been cooking in the oven for a long time on this one, oh. and their time finally paid off. I, like, what's going on in the kitchen? I don't know what's cooking, right? Yeah. We got, like, Redain's Knockout Blow, Justice Strike in the sideboard. This deck is hot. I'm just going to say it. It's hot. Yeah. I kind of like Mila. I think Mila is really cute to protect your Planeswalkers. Uh-huh. You get value when they try to contest your planeswalkers. This is like kind of a weirdish, like almost like blue red con- or sorry, white red, almost control deck, right? We just care about the sure. card advantage, and we're gonna like really utilize our planeswalkers here. The tribunal has me just confused. That's the card where I like lose it. I'm just like I don't know what's going to happen anymore. I, we just get to convoke it out with just like our inspectors and our aspirants, right? Sure, sure. I, I'm gonna tell you that that any deck. If you're starting off with like Bone Crusher Giant, Chandra Tortured Defiance, Wandering Emperor, and Fable of the Mirror Breaker, you just fill out the rest of the deck, right? Like you want some removal spells, take your pick in white and red. Uh, I mean, I, I really think those like, hey, these are the value cards of the deck. I, I do question the Thraven Inspector, but you know, obviously it lets you investigate. We don't have a lot of other other ways to do it. I, I think you could throw those in a deck and build even a more like mid-rangey version of this deck and still be fine. Those cards are just really strong. Ren Carlos in the side in the sideboard like we are not losing to burn never <laughs> redain yeah sun scorch champion this deck like I said someone went into the uh, someone went in the lab and they came out with a masterpiece here I'm ready to give my slap rating yeah is that what we're still doing with this right that's what this <laughs> is yeah I think so uh, what else we got in this challenge, though? I mean, we got a bunch of Rakdos mid-range. We found all the Rakdos mid-range players. Anything you guys want to talk about in this top eight otherwise? Um, I'm looking right now through the uh, Lotus Field deck. Okay. This Lotus Field deck is kind of hot, mainly because it's just like, you know, screw it. We're doing it live, right? Okay. And we're just main decking all three Besajus. Oh, we're just, we're, we're tired of losing? Yep. Just Besajus, put them in the deck. We're going to find them, right? Yeah. No more hiding that third Besaidu in your sideboard. Be a proud Besaidu player and beat your opponents for playing anything that's an artifact or enchantment. And honestly, I mean, like, your opponent plays, I believe, correct me, Judge, if I'm wrong, can you respond to a Saga before it gets its first Saga counter, or does it enter with the Saga counter? Um, you know, I have to read a Saga. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Holding. Holding, let me find a favorite of your breaker. As it enters the battlefield, add a lower counter. As it enters, so you can't stop step one on any of the sagas? Correct. Still probably worth just killing your Fable of the Mirror Breaker, like, on stage one, so they don't get to, like, hand filter and stuff. People will keep bad hands with Fable of the Mirror Breaker, because they're planning to dump some of the lands to the second mm-hmm. step. Um, I think this deck is hot with the, the three Besaju, but I mean, other than that, it's pretty stock. 
you know? Pretty sub, pretty par, pretty standard. I like the double is it controls just going at it in the finals here. I'll tell you what, I haven't had the balls to play it at, uh, at like, again, locals yet, just because, like, the whole you don't have a hand thing I think is a little a little too dirty. But, man, but you're gonna are you gonna play it this weekend? Yeah, I'm gonna try to. I need a couple of the commons that I've been a little lazy about getting, but that it is it is very strong, and like people just don't expect like how much some of your red removal spells really get, and then how much staying power you have with um, your blue draw spells, whether they be um, expressive iteration or you know dig through time, uh, whatever you might want to be playing. And then in combination with like thing in the ice, just still being good, right? A lot of times it just dies, but it's something there. And then like, uh, you know, you just, you do a lot. Um, I want to play yeah. one more spell pierce in the first place player has just because I think that card's been, been very good to stop random shenanigans. A lot of people have been uh, like milling their grease fangs and then getting them back with instants and sorceries and planeswalkers. So, you know, doesn't obviously stop the grease fang itself, but the quicken build picked it up. Mm-hmm. That's uh that's always hot to see. It is. Then there's like Winota in third place that's playing two Kenrith, and Kenrith is a card that frustrates me a lot as a magic player. <laughs> uh, this is not as heavy as a control meta as the first one was. Sure. So it makes sense that like the black red midrange deck kind of uh, you know, didn't just stomp through. Yeah, I feel let's, like let's talk about the midrange list in fifth place with a main board Hazaret. I love it. Yeah. That's indestructible. Ain't nobody sending her nowhere. You ain't destroying it. It ain't happening. And, like, I know our, our boy, Mr. Darth Jason, right? Yeah. Uh, they hate Thoughtseize because uh, it's dead a lot of the time. Uh-huh. But not anymore. Now it's a shock, thanks to Hazard. <laughs> we draw those Thoughtseizes, boom, take two. To the face. Uh, right. You know, They're or, you know, you now. can discard them to Fable like everybody else does. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever floats your boat. All right. If we are done with the top eight, we got some spice in this challenge, too. Can I bring you gentlemen down to 14th place, where we have runes cajoled on what I'm just going to call Grixis Midrange here. We got one Gigant of the Wellspring as our companion. We're playing three Crocs of Titan Dust Hunger, four Ledger Shredder, three Corpse Appraiser, two Nicole Bolas the Ravager, two Blood Chief's Thirst, four Consider, four Fatal Push, four Thoughtseize, one Dreadbore, four Express Federation, Three Fable of the Mirror Breaker, and uh, just like this, I was talking with Ricky on the, the Patreon exclusive episode for for May. You know, it's only a matter of time before Corpse Appraiser plus Fable of the Mirror Breaker just made its way into Pioneer. Oh, I felt yeah. like. Mm-hmm. All right, I like Corpse Appraiser a lot. Crocs is cool. Ledger Shredder, that's a nice interaction, right? Yeah, but this deck doesn't excite me anymore. You want to know why? Why? Because I've been playing Magic Arena. Uh huh. And when you play the Explorer Ladder, there's 20 million Nicol Bolas Grixis piles oh. just on that ladder. And I respect them. I respect everything about the I'm going to cast Nicol Bolas and a bunch of two-for-one and value cards. I can't, like, not respect that, right? Yeah, of course. But God, every time that stupid dragon has to crawl onto the board, say some stupid thing about m- me dying, and then, you know... Then I fight rigging them. It's just sort of like I'm tired of the value. Ricky, this Grixis pile is not like the other Grixis piles, okay? I know. I like the Corpse Appraiser a lot. I think it's really good for this deck. Uh, I think it does a lot right now in the format. Trades with a lot. Trades with Graveyard Trespasser, which is kind of huge, honestly. And then gets you uh, gets you more fuel for your Croxes and stuff. But uh-huh. I've seen 
I've seen, I've seen Fire and I've seen Rain. I've seen Fire, I've seen Rain. I've seen Lonely Days, Renickable's The Ravager, uh, you know, was never have played. You, have you seen ships exploding off the shores of Jupiter? Uh, I haven't seen that yet. Maybe maybe someday soon. Okay. Uh, but this deck is this deck is good. I, I, I think this deck is good, and the people who play these decks have played Nicobolus cards for like literally the past century, and they are ready to battle. Sure. What have we done this episode to capture our Zoomer audience? Uh, I, I was. I mean, I've been. Uh, I, I want to talk about the uh, the enchant enchantress deck that's in uh twenty second place. Twenty second place. Yeah, watch that, that twenty second place. Zoomer, Zoomer audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we're playing for Moon Blessed Cleric because it's idyllic tutor on a card uh, for commune with the spirits, which lets us find enchantment or lands. Commune with the gods, which finds us a enchantment card or a creature card, probably an enchantment. Shimmer of possibility lets us find any card. Idyllic tutor because that's just in the format, right? Yeah, it is. Just main deck our deafening silence. We've got enough tutors for it, right? Main deck your rest in peace. Your hate enchantments, just play them, right? Two silk wrap, nice way to deal with early creatures, right? Uh, it's an enchantment, whereas like glass casket and portable hole artifacts, so we want to be able to tutor it. So silk wrap, four nine lives for solemnity. Oh boy! Well, that's how we're doing it, huh? Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, solemnity randomly stops a million things from happening. Uh, if your opponent plays solemnity. You will no longer get to progress any of your sagas. And if you cast a saga, it will just die. Fun fact. There you go. Uh, so fables can eat their hearts out. Solemnity stops that. And randomly, there's just a bunch of stuff that gets counters. Um, one glorious sunrise, which has all, just so much text on it, it has to be good. I'm not going to look any further than that, right? Two patient rebuilding, which... Uh, Makes your opponent mill three every upkeep, and then we draw a card for every land we milled, which is a win con, I guess. One overwhelming splendor, uh, which is eight mana. Your opponent no longer gets to play the game. Yeah. It, their creatures have no abilities and are one ones, and they can't activate any abilities that aren't mana or planeswalker abilities. They can't even cycle anymore, which is very funny. Oof. I believe, actually, they can't channel their Besaju to get rid of this either. Right, yeah, wow. That's an ability that you That's have to activate. Yeah. Uh, and then one Sandworm Convergence, because if they're not dead enough, right? They're dead now. Uh, sandworm Convergence being an 8-mana enchantment that gives you a 5-5 five, five creature, and your opponent's creatures with flying cannot attack you, which is weird. I don't know why it does that, but it says no more flyers. Your Ledger Shredder, he can sit right there. Uh, and then a bunch of lands. And this deck is hot. What do you guys think? I mean, look, it will upset me when I invariably have to sit across from this deck this weekend. Dude, there's a consulate crackdown in the sideboard. Yeah. Maybe I should just play mono green, just play only green decks and just play back to base, back to nature on my sideboard. Oh my god. <laughs> this deck is hot. Tacatl Honor Guard is a card that I think is also underwhelming, or undervalued that's currently sitting in the sideboard. Just saying creatures entering the battlefield doesn't cause abilities to trigger. Uh, not that big of a problem, actually, in Pioneer, but, like, really huge in Modern. Yeah, if they want to let me keep my Crocs around, that'd be great. Oh, it does, doesn't it? It does. Ooh, that's sort of, uh, not great, actually. Never mind. Yeah, maybe, maybe we don't play this one. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
I just keep thinking about all the stupid elementals from Modern Horizons that this just stops. Sure. But this deck is spicy. Yeah. Uh, if you, uh, you want another spicy deck list, though, how about 28th place? What we got? Oh, is this the Chris two, special? By 2JJM. We have four Elvish Mystic, four Lenore Elves, four Kin and Bond of Prodigy, three the Reality Chip, four Every Lurker of the Lock, four Car on the Great Creator, two Retraction Helix, four Mox Amber, four Moon Snare Prototype, one Spring Leaf Drum, four Courier's Briefcase, three Paradox Engine, and some Lands. Courier's Briefcase is a really, really hot include for like random transmogrify effects, too. Yeah. Oh, boy. Chris, can I interest you in Aether Flux Reservoir? Yeah, you sure can. Well, I mean, here's your deck, buddy. Here it is. I'll tell you oh, what. Oh, man. This is hot. Right? Oh, man. Reality Chip is nice. Man. You just get to, like, play play all the top. Yeah, I mean, like, this deck is... Look, it's been a while since we've seen Kinnon bounce around. I feel like the Kinnon decks, like, they always look great in the practice, and I just don't know what their issue is converting into, like... I just want to cast into the, into the bigger events, right? It just yeah, you just want a reaction helix. It's a DPE card though. It just it's the dies to everything. You know that's yeah. the problem with Kinnan. Like every a, a little breath and it just falls right over. Yeah, but they've got to already kill the reality ship, the Emery. This whole deck is DTE like must kills, right? Mm-hmm. And then Karn. The great thing about Karn and the most exciting thing about Karn is if you build the deck around artifacts, the best card to beat you is also Karn. Great design. Oh, I was hoping it was going to be the Karns of Manor Springs. Oh, man. And they're bouncy, trouncy, fun, 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 fun. Wow, you've been to Disney recently. I was in Disney recently. <laughs> uh, other than that, this deck looks hot. Two Paseju, two Ottawara. Exciting. Only uh, 19 lands in this deck. Well, we don't need them. I've seen this kicking ambers. I've seen this kicking around a little bit, right? Yeah. But uh, they don't play... Like, they play Song of Creation and Explorer. Is there any card in here that's not playable on arena uh, El- Don't ask uh me. that's for sure um elvish mystic it's it's either elvish mystic or lanor elves it's one of those i guess retraction um, helix isn't playable retra- uh, let me check scryfall that wasn't in the problem is like i know obviously board of the gods is in on arena but like who the heck knows what's in all of the jumpstart cards so i always have to check scryfall for the jumpstart cards. oh my god check. ancestral statue is not there and that's kind of a big combo piece i think yeah, oh, it's it's this deck isn't playing ancestral statues. Yeah, it is in the sideboard. Oh, the board. Yeah. You got to go tutor for it so you can go infinite. Yeah, because you just like you make five mana with the paradox engine in play, and then you play. Yeah, you know how it goes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, Scryfall isn't loading for me, so uh, I'm going to assume there's a few things in here that keep this. But I feel like we've seen paradox engine decks at least. Those that was the historic queue though. Hmm. This is still yeah. hot. I like this deck. Oh, yeah, there's no Mox Amber. Sure. No, there is Mox Amber. There is Mox Amber. Huh. Dominaria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You have a this lot of cards. It's, it's, it is some specific niche ones that are older that you don't have. This seems hot. I like this. Uh, and lastly, 29th plays Harry 13 on Esper Control. Uh, we added some good black cards to our, our uh, Zora's Control deck. We added it one Void Rend, one Path of Peril, two Vanishing Verse, four Tainted Indulgence. I really like Tainted Indulgence as a card. And is this I'm a fan. A, I wish I could is play this a Yorian deck? No, it's not. It looks like a Yorian deck just because of how many, like how ones big the list twos? is, right? Yeah, it's just a bunch of ones and twos. Yeah, it's just a bunch of ones and twos. I mean, farewell. 
is really good. Void Rend is really exciting. Yeah. Vanishing Verse, honestly, though, has been a little, like, medium recently, in my opinion. Yeah, I feel like, though, with, like, the the rise in, like, Ledger Shredder and stuff like that, Vanishing Verse so. is still pretty good. I guess so. You're right. Uh, it just, like, it doesn't kill Winota or Grease Fang or, uh, you know, Karn. Anvil or Karn, right? Yeah. Or Mayhem Devil or Obnix, right? Yeah. But now that it we've seen Phoenix a lot of Ledger Shredder. It, it does hit the Wandering yeah. Emperor, but not before she's done something. So yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Either way, these were some uh, some exciting challenges, and oh, I think yeah. once again showing that there is still plenty of room to explore, innovate, and pioneer. That will do it though for the meta look this week. Uh, but of course, this weekend we will be at DreamHack. So real quickly, we can now kind of tell you all what we have coming down the pipeline for DreamHack. Uh, importantly, on Friday. Uh, I don't think this will be able to be like watched by anyone there, but we will be having we have some interview space set up with DreamHack, and we are bringing in a few content creators that will interview, and that will most likely be next week's episode. We're gonna try to get some time with Darth Jason. We've got a couple other their magic content creators like Casual Jake. Uh, we have I'll, we still have to schedule a time, uh, but we're hopefully getting Cedric on. I'm really excited to talk to Cedric. I'm hoping we can lock in CGB, Covert Go Blue, be a cool one. I was going to try to talk to them about Pioneer Explorer and just sort of their their own real perspective on just magic in general. I think I think all the people we're going to talk to bring something interesting and different to the game. So I'm kind of interested in uh, diving more into what they personally bring to the game and experience of the game. Uh, and I'm excited to run those interviews. And then... Saturday morning uh, from 10 to 1, we have some tabletop space where we will be bringing just a pile, a pile of Pioneer decks. And we'll check out the stream setup is. I believe you can stream from that table. Uh, But depending on the stream setup, we might just be just jamming games on recording and upload them later after the fact. But so keep an eye out for what we're going to do with that. But like I said, if you're just hanging around, if you're at DreamHack, Come to stop by, say hi, as we're just going to be jamming around decks uh, from about 10 to 1 on the tabletop stage of DreamHack. And then, of course, there are a few Pioneer events throughout Saturday and Sunday that uh, it is my plan to try to plan all three of them. Because, uh, Ricky, do you want to tell the people, remind everyone else what's at stake? Anytime you beat uh, one Mr. Ruckman, uh, you will be receiving a free booster pack of Magic the Gathering cards uh, to be determined what set, uh, a.k.a. whichever box is cheapest at my local game store when I go check this week. So Dragon's Maze for everyone. <laughs> Ooh. They could open a voice resurgence. They could, actually. That card's worth money again. That's actually a good open or, now. Or a Shockland. They could open a shock. Those are all worth money. Those have gone up. I don't know if you've been watching. Yeah. They'd be creepy, I have. right? Cardboard but, uh, squares no, are I- expensive. I'm excited. Also, if you haven't seen on Twitter, I pr- I got uh, a bunch of st- stickers made up. So I got uh, I got a few. I got a couple hundred between playing Pioneer and Crew Three logos. So we'll be handing those out if you see us. If you see me, uh, hit me up asking for a sticker. And as long as I have them, I will be able to give you a cool little vinyl sticker to throw on your desk, throw on your deck box, or throw on a water bottle, something like that. Should be pretty cool. Put them on, your dog. Cool. Gen- put on, your, on dog. your dog. Put a bird on it. <laughs> Put a bird on it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, gentlemen, anything uh, anything else before we wrap up? Anything else we want to hype up for DreamHack besides just 
hey, we'll be walking around. We'll post. Uh, we'll, we'll tweet up where we're going to be at during the week during the weekend. So come find us. Come say hi if you're going to be there. Uh, are you ready for the most electrifying uh, decks in Magic Entertainment history? In Magic Entertainment. <laughs> Uh, I'll have some brews. That's what okay. I. That's what I am now. I'm the brew brew boy. Oh, you're the brew boy okay. of brew three. I'm the brew boy of uh, playing pioneer now. Uh, we have a couple brew boys, so yeah. we can't give you exclusive title. No, no, no. But you can. I'm wow. the brew boy. They can be brew okay. men all they want, but I'm the only brew oh. boy. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's getting uh, it's getting a little weird, but you know, I'll see you all at DreamHack. It should be good. All right, gentlemen. Where can everyone? Oh, also, real quick, again, I always, I always forget. I, I, I'm awful at that for forgetting because they, they help us keep the show going. I want to say thank you to everyone else with Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/crew3mtg. We have three great tiers available. As I talked about last week, uh, coming for starting in June, I'll be adjusting some of the rewards for the Patreon to now include a uh, possibly getting a mailbag question read on the podcast and the other every, every episode. So uh, starting the week after DreamHack, we'll be taking entries for that. Uh, we're answering one a week as, uh, from Patreon members. And uh, also, we're going to get Ricky hopefully set up here soon to take over some streams in the morning for me on the Crew3MDG channel so we can uh, just jam some Explore and have some fun. Sounds like a blast. All right. So, gentlemen, where can they find you on the socials? You can find me on the tweeters at it's underscore Christmas, and I'm probably going to make a second Twitter this uh, this week for non MTG related things that I will link sometime later. All right, cool, Ricky. Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at also Steve, and I promise I'm tweeting more. There we go. And of course, I am at Crew Three Podcast on Twitter and Crew Three MTG on the YouTube and the Twitch. I promise, I promise, we have not forgotten. But th- life has just been crazy the last couple months, but things will start going back up on that YouTube channel and streams will get rolling again here shortly. We'll see y'all dream hack and we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. 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 Bye.